three, the game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Been right, was probably wrong. So many nights wishing I could go home. It's been a hell of a year. This is... uh. The song picked out by our guest today. I'm stoked. We have in studio uh, the one and only Holt Nailers here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Good to see you. Good to see you. This Glad is to be great. Here. I have uh, been wanting to do this for a long time, and we finally have worked it out. Great and it's up. great to have you in here. Thanks for coming by today because you're, bu- sure. you're a busy guy right now. Yeah, I am a super busy July, but uh, I mean, any chance I get to. To talk football and you know talk about the future of, of ECU and you know what I'm doing, so I'm yeah. pumped to be here. All right, Ben Byram producing. Hello to Ben Byram who uh, was uh, is all over that song there. Ben, uh, what, nice what, song, Ben. What was like that, it. Ben? What was that? It was Parker McCullum. I played it for somebody in studio before. It's Did not you the really? First time we played that. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a big song right now. I understand. Yeah. Now, do you have a Hey Ben? So Philip uh, or, or Hey Ben? There you go. That's Coach Houston saying Hey. Huh. So before you leave, we might have re- record Holt Naylor saying Hey Ben because that's Pope. the thing. Ben's from Ben's from Farmville. Farmville. And Heck I'm yeah, of man. the opinion the phrase that Ben has heard more than anything his whole life is Hey Ben. Probably. You know, yeah, plenty of times. Probably. Like you probably heard Hey Holton the I, whole I have, life. You know, have, your whole life. And then we got uh, DJC Squared over there uh, as well. He's going to be bugging Holton uh, afterwards. Holton recognized <laughs> him, though. I, think I did. Holton, I think we Holton had a class for together. A, yeah, that, you, you asked for an autograph for his wrestling, I think. I did, yeah, I, think, I did. Yeah. Big wrestler. Uh, how are you? You doing well? I'm doing really well. Uh, it's been, like I said, it's been a busy you know, last month, and i got a, a busy month coming ahead. But, I mean, it's all for a good cause, all to get better, and uh, yeah. I'm pumped for it. Fresh off the Manning Passing Academy, yeah. right? Yes, sir. So oh my I, gosh. I, uh, I got in Monday around 12 o'clock at night into Charlotte. The flights right now are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, with NIL, you know, people kind of helped out me getting there and buying fl- plane tickets. Um, so I bought the plane tickets. I was on the way to Raleigh, flying out of Raleigh. Um, I actually staying at Caden Norman's house in Raleigh. You used to play yeah. quarterback here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 20 minutes away. I was staying the night before, so I was le- I was going up Wednesday. I was 20 minutes away from Raleigh. Get a thing. My flight's canceled from Raleigh. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I'm like, well, crap. You know, I'm 20 minutes away from Raleigh. I'm supposed to be staying here tonight. Um, yeah. And they were trying to bump me to the next day where I wouldn't have been able to make. So we had a throw-in session at 3 on Thursday. Right. Um, so then I'm like, well, so then I call them, and they're like, well, if you drive to Charlotte, we can get you on a 7 a.m. flight. We can get you there in time for the throw-in session. So I was like, okay. So I drive to Charlotte. Um, my girlfriend lives about an hour away, so I just stay with her. Okay. There you go. Um, so that flight was at 6 a.m., I think. So I wake up around like 3.30, you know, getting ready to drive to Charlotte. Right around 4, that flight gets canceled. Oh, God. So I'm like, gosh, man. <laughs> so I had to uh, so I had to buy a whole separate plane ticket for like 1000 bucks. Oh, my God. And I just had to suck it up and be like, you know what? I'll get flight credit from old from uh, flights, all the flights that got canceled. Yeah. I had to go with a different, uh, you know, flight uh, airline. Um, and it was, I just, it was the only one that got me there in time. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to suck it up and do it. And, uh, it all worked out. And then flights got delayed a couple more times on the way home, but yeah, flights right now are crazy, but I got there in time and learned more, you know, that, that week than I had in a, my entire career. So. Did you have to sit in the back of the plane when you got the new flight? Cause my parents just flew back from, yeah. uh, Montana last night. They flew through Minneapolis. Yeah. And they had to change their flight at the last minute, which they were able to do. Yeah. But they were kind of at the back. Yeah. I was, I think. <laughs> 
I think once you get up to the 30s, you're you're pretty much in the back. And I was, I think I was like 29, and I was in the middle seat, and it was just, oh yeah, that's, it was, it was that's not good. But I got there, and uh, I mean, like I said, it was an experience I'll never forget. So, so you said you learn more than yeah. you have in all these years. Give me, give us some insight to what that is exactly. Just details about everything. I mean, being around two of the. I mean, really three with Archie as well, but, you know, being around Peyton and Eli and being able to pick their brain. And, I mean, there's NFL GMs in there you're having lunch with and you're sitting there talking to them, you know, seeing what they look in a quarterback, what they look at, what they look at in you and what you can get better with. And then just being able to, like, I mean, Peyton is just so detailed um, in really his whole life. But, like, with football, I mean, it's just he he did stuff that I was telling you, you know, before we went on air, like, he would on Fridays he would meet with his offensive coordinator to go over ten plays that he likes after he has a bad play, and it's like who would even think about that? Like you know what I mean? And even right. Eli was like Peyton, I think you're the only quarterback to ever do that. And then he, then Peyton joked with him. He was like, Well, you did it at the end of your career, and blah blah blah. But I mean they're hilarious, but they're so detailed and so in depth and everything. And you know kind of you know I know how to watch film and I know how to pick apart defenses, but like. This I mean, is next Peyton, level, though. Yeah, I mean, Peyton was saying that, like, he knew, like, in the, with the 2004 Ravens, I think I think it was 2004, with the, with the Ravens that he played, that he could tell when they were sending a certain blitz based off of what foot the defensive tackle had up. And I'm like, <laughs> God, like, dude, you're on a different level, man. Like, I don't know how you would even think about that. Yeah. And, I mean, he just – just the way that they operate, and I just learned so much from them. And then – I mean, being around 24 of the other top quarterbacks in the country, I mean, I learned a lot from them too, and yeah, um, it was just it was a great experience. Who who more? We're going to talk more about that experience, but who impressed you that was uh, there? Who'd you maybe strike up a uh, you know brotherhood with or something like yeah, that that you maybe um, didn't know before very well? Yeah, it was really you know in a unique way. We roomed with three other quarterbacks, but we were all in the same hall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, we all got really really close. We're all in a group chat now over text with Peyton and Eli as well, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we all got really close. My roommates um, were Devin Leary, NC State's quarterback, UNC Charlotte's quarterback, and then Will Levis, um, Kentucky's quarterback. Yeah. And honestly, Will was by far the most impressive one from Kentucky. Will's um, like the big guy this year. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's top three pick overall. Wow. I mean, he's he's a stud. And, and really, after that, um, you know, one thing that. You know, I took away from it was I can compete. I can compete with those guys. And if you take away the school and the name, you you really can't tell a difference. Yeah. Um, minus Will. Will was on a different level. Right. I mean, you could he looked like you were throwing with Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So he he's a real dude. But minus that, I mean, I think if you take away the school and the names, there ain't that much of a talent gap. Yeah. Um. You know, with wow. those guys. So I mean, that was really motivating for me. Um. Because you see these guys on TV, you see all these NFL guys tweeting and all that. But at the end of the day. Um, if you got talent, they're going to find you. And, uh, I mean, there, there ain't that much of a talent gap. We got uh, Rene Angoli, uh, uh Talk to him. I, I was going to bring him up. We got uh, Holt Naylor's in the uh, studio with us. Rene Angoli of ESPN uh, analyst. We had him on yep. last week. Big fan of yours. You know, I was telling him you were down at the Manning camp. So, I'm sure Rene is stream, listening to the stream today because he wanted to hear all about yeah. uh, your experience. Yeah, he's a good there. dude. We've yeah. uh, we've crossed paths quite yeah. a bit, so he's a good dude. He he played in the in the age of the uh, the neck, you know, the big neck oh, yeah. brace thing oh, yeah. down there. We're trying to get him in the college football hall. If he keeps on the getting on the ballot, <laughs> what's his nickname? Patrick? The, the Rockchester Rock. <laughs> he and I actually uh, did uh, stuff in Orlando together when I was down there. Okay, and cool. they started ESPN. So that's how he and I got to know cool, each other. Cool. That's where he's from. But he's a great guy, great guy. But a big fan of yours. Uh, Holt Naylor's is with us uh, here. Devin Leary. All yeah. right, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Was uh, there was there any uh, 
There was a little back and forth. Yeah, there there was, but I mean, he's a good dude. Um, we've had a we've had a relationship prior to that. Okay, um, we've crossed paths a bunch. I mean, anytime there's not that many starting quarterbacks, right? Know, <laughs> yeah. So especially in North Carolina, so we've crossed paths quite a bit. But um, he's a good dude. Um, he's he's actually very humble. Um, ECU fans are probably like, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's he's a humble dude. And, um, I mean, we 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 got a good friendship, and okay. uh, we we did talk about the game. Um, yeah, and he was saying. I never mind. I, I don't know if I can say some of the stuff that he was saying, but he did. Uh, well, there's some good natured, yeah, 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 junk talk. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, and at the end of the day, I mean, we are friends, but you know, we're competing. We're, right. we're in the same draft class. We're going against each other in game one, so right. I mean, we we knew that. And um, so, like you said, I mean, we're good friends, but you're competing at the same time. Now, we, I know he's on the text chain. Yeah, he is. At, at what point will you cut off the contact with Devin Leary then? This yeah, time? so I I don't. So, like, we don't directly te- – well, we have um, before, right. but, like, as long as we're in the group chat, I mean, we're all going to remain friends. Right. And right. I'm sure, sure the other guys – At some point guys, you can't talk to him, yeah, though, right? I'm sure the other guy. well, once the season comes, I'm sure it'll slow down a little bit, or the other guys. You know, I'm sure game right. one the other guys will be hyping us up or, or That's trying a good point. to yeah. pick at us. And then, I mean, Peyton and Eli. So, I was with uh, um, two lanes quarterback who went last yeah. year, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Pratt and – Peyton and Eli like made the group chat, and I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of like that's really cool." But like, there's no way they text you and blah blah. And he was like, "Dude, they text it all the time." And he was like, "Peyton and Eli <laughs> will text you before every single game. Like Archie will text you. Archie texts more than any seven year old really? I've ever met. Yeah, he texts me. I mean, I landed and I had my phone on airplane mode, and I turned it on. I had four texts from Archie, just like, "Thanks for coming, man. Like, if you ever need anything." And they're individual texts, like not even in the group chat. So I mean, oh, wow. they're, they're very genuine and they they really mean it. Yeah. So um. It's a cool friendship to have. I mean, they're yeah. you know the family of football, so um, yeah. it's definitely cool friendships, and I'll take it a long way. And I'm gonna you know pick at pick at their brain as much as I can. Last thing on Leary, have you guys made any sort of um, you know little, little friendly wager? You know, maybe somebody buys somebody's lunch or something. I don't know. We what? haven't, um, but I'm sure you know when it comes that way. I'm sure something will happen okay. out when we're training together because we'll. I'm sure after the season, we'll probably end up right. training around the same. So go area. ahead and pick where you want to eat. Yeah, because heck yeah, yeah, because the pirates are bringing it home. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. What you know, you you got. We'll get into what you got next month. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know how you're doing all this. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah but I gotta... uh, but you know when I know you're looking towards that game. Oh, for sure. But but you know, what are your thoughts about that right now? You know, a couple months out. Yeah, they're talented. Um, you know, I've already broke down the film on them. Like we're playing them next week. I mean, I could go play them next week and be yeah. just as prepared as I need to be. Um, but yeah, they're talented. Um, you know, I have diagnosed some things that could help us out a little bit, and, and our coaches have too. But I mean, any defense is going to do that. I mean, you can you can nitpick at anything and, and right. find stuff in defenses. But uh, it's going to be we got a lot of potential. But at the end of the day, you got to turn potential into production. And, you know, that's what we're going to have to do game one and throughout the season. But, uh, you know, I think we got as talented a team as ECU's had here in a really long yeah. time coming back. So uh, with experience, which, which is huge. Um, so we just got to, like I said, you just got to go out there and produce, you know, turn it into production and, and make things happen. You got a whole lot of new guys to throw to. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, yeah, that's another thing. We're, like I said, I mean, this receiver room is not, even in, even from spring ball, I mean, we look totally different. Um, mm-hmm than we did during spring ball that we do right now. And, I mean, we just got so many transfers in that are real dudes. I mean, guys that have played, guys yeah. that have produced, um, and even the guys that haven't produced. I mean, Jalen Johnson's from Georgia. He played at Georgia. I mean, he wasn't just, right. you know, some guy that didn't play. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I mean, he, you can tell he's been coached up really well, and he knows how to create separation and, and go get the ball. Um, so he's going to help us out a lot. But, I mean, guys like that, that um, their first year here, so that's – 
you know, a little bit, and even on me, I'm a little bit on edge with that. But, I mean, when I'm out there throwing, I'm like, holy crap, you know, this is the most talented. I mean, Snead and Blake, those guys were talented. But, you know, after that, there was a little um, gap, I guess, between the starters and the non-starters. And now we just got, I mean, we're so deep at receiver and so much talent that, uh, I mean, we should be able to go out there and produce, and that's what we got to do. You have uh, an offensive line that is that, exper- experienced. Yeah. Better shape for and, sure. And, I mean, they're and healthier. Yeah, it'll it'll be the best offensive line I've had. I'm not afraid to say that. I mean, this the the experience that we got, the talent that we got, and then plus that we bring in. A, I mean, three guys that were. I mean, um, HBCU lineman of the year, mm-hmm. uh, um, not Pac-12, Big 12 starter, and then a kid from from Marist that started four years there. So I mean, we right. got guys. The transfers that we have coming in there, just like receiver, are, are dudes. I mean, when you see them, you're like, holy crap, these dudes are big. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we got the biggest O-line in the, in the conference next year. And that's, oh, wow. well, I mean, from ECU standpoint, when I first got here, yeah, you, I mean, you would, my jaw would have dropped if you would have told us that. So, uh, I mean, we're, we will be good. Um, we just got to have a good camp, keep everyone healthy. And then, like I said, go out there and produce. You have Roger Harris, you have Keaton Mitchell. Oh yeah. Those aren't bad options either for an offense. No, uh, they're not. What would you want, you know, the Pirate Nation to know about those two guys in particular? Great dudes. Um, I mean, they play the same position, and there's never been a selfish comment. There's never been a selfish thought in either of their heads. I mean, they both cheer each other on. They both compete against each other. And at the end of the day, I mean, they both know that um, they have two separate, you know, playing styles. We can use them in different situations. And, um, I mean, they've done a really good job for how young they were. They're not young anymore, but even when they were younger um, of, of accepting that and accepting, okay, like, some, I mean, some people in that position will say, okay, well, I can transfer out, especially now with the transfer portal right, and NIL yeah. and all that. Um, it's very easy just to go to another school. But, I mean, those guys have stuck to it, and, I mean, they're producing now. You know, part of the offense, too, is the kicking game. Yeah. And you got Owen Daffer and, and uh, kind of has that laid-back surfer thing going, yeah, he I does. guess. Uh, he does. L- let's talk about the, the field goal at Navy. Oh yeah. So have what you, were you thinking? So have you heard? You see, so I guess I don't even know if I've heard, told the story of the media. So um. Oh, so is this a Patrick Johnson show exclusive? I don't know. Like I, I we're calling it that. It. Ben, we're calling yeah, this hey, a Patrick Johnson it. show exclusive. Yeah, I've I've told the story before. I don't know if I've told it on media. So uh, right. So we get to the huddle. I think it was like a timeout or a media timeout or something. And Coach K calls in a Hail Mary. Um, we call it. Actually, I'm not going to say what we call it in case we. It's a Hail Mary. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We just call it Hail Mary. <laughs> um, and right there, I was looking at Coach Houston because Donnie's up in the booth. Um, and so Coach Houston tells me to play, and I'm like, heck no, man, let him kick it. Like, <laughs> let him kick this thing. And then Sneed heard me setting. He's like, yeah, Coach, let him kick it. Like, just let him kick it. Give him a shot. It's like, it's a better chance than a Hail Mary. So he's like, you think he can kick it? And we're like, yes, we think he can kick it. So he wow. sends him out there. Owen drills it, and he's a legend here now. And I always tell Owen, I'm like, dude, you better thank me and Sneed for that. Like, we convinced Coach Houston to let him kick it. That is awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. So, I mean, just to have that kind of, I guess, presence. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Coach Houston makes the final decision. Right. I'm sure it was in his head. But, um, I mean, he does trust us as leaders to, to help out with that. And uh, Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it kind of shows what kind of coach he is, too, to trust his players and yeah. to do that. So, yeah. How, you know, Coach, there's a coaching change from, obviously, when you start here to Coach Houston. Uh, and I guess – Word has it, or the legend has it, that you kind of greeted him on the first day. I mean, you were kind of waiting on him, you know. Yeah. You know. Take us through all that when that when all that happened. Yeah, so I didn't know that was a word. I didn't know people knew that. Um, so I was 
I was throwing with, I believe, Leroy Henley, who's now at Richmond. Um, he, he ended up transferring. But um, I'm the type of guy that, like, I got to do something with football every single day. Like, mm-hmm. it, even if it's not throwing, even if it's not working out, like, either film, mental, even if I'm just in my room picturing myself or looking at my throwing mess, like, I got to do something every day. Right. Um. So, yeah, we were going through a coaching change, and it's like we ended up, I think, hearing that we got him. I think social media posted that right. day. Um, well, I – I'm, but we were talking about this today. I may have broken this for you, but that's another. That's, you know, we're, 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 there's no need to rehash the past. There's no but, need. Um, so I was there. So I was like, I, I guess it was towards December. I think that's when all of it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was getting dark pretty quick. Yeah. So I was working out. Um, just me and Leroy were working out in the gym. Um, and then we went out to the practice field, flipped on the lights. We're like, dude, we can't get in trouble flipping on the lights. Like, there's no one here. <laughs> right. We only got a coach right now. So we flipped on the lights and went out there throwing. Um, and Coach Steele. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I knew him from the past. From, right. Because he was with Ruff. Right, yeah. Um, and Ruff recruited me. So I knew him. And I, and I see him walking up. And I was like, I didn't know he was with him. Like, I didn't know he was with Coach Houston. I was like, what's up, Coach Steele? Like, it's kind of weird. You're here this time. Like, it's. Eight o'clock at night and dark outside. We're out here throwing, and he was like, "I'm on Coach Houston's staff now. Like they're about to pull up." And I was like, "Well, shoot!" And he was like, "Well, come and say hey to everyone." And then, like next thing you know, like five escalades just pull up, <laughs> and all the coaches come out. Me and Leroy are like, "Dude, like what in the world?" So I like, shake all of their hands and yeah. stuff, and eventually they'd be my coaches. I develop relationships, but yeah, so that's how the story goes. And five escalades. It's like a presidential moment. It was literally, yeah. I was like, "What in the world?" That's like, quite a guess, first impression. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess since they didn't have their cars, like ECU got them out for them or rental cars yeah. or something, and had to yeah. have something. Right? So that's the story. That's how I was waiting on them. Was I was out there throwing Leroy in. All right, uh, the Holt Nailers. Youth football camp is going on July 23rd. Where can people go? Because you're still, t- still taking people. Yeah, for that so literally up. until July 22nd, okay. um, they can. But just holtnailers.com, okay. just pop up there. Um, you know, it's kind of walk you through there. But yeah, come out. Um, it'll be super fun. There'll be some pirates of the past, and you know, mm-hmm. here right now and future. Bryce Bryce Weaver will be there too. Just committed. So um, yeah, yeah, okay. that's great. And then uh, we've got built when broken. Yep, you got the T-shirt on today, repping that. I do. Uh, I'm going to ask you more about that. But where can people go to get that apparel? Yeah, just builtwinbroken.com, um, as well as Shimmer Boutique in okay. Greenville and Winterville and wherever right. else they have locations at. Gotcha. All right. Uh, a break. We'll come back. Can you stay through the break? Yeah. I'll All right. With. Holt Naylor's going to hang out with us. Lots to talk about here. It's great to have him in the studio. It's a lot of fun here today. More with Holt Naylor's when we return. This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth-generation winemaker at Dupa Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that I work full-time with my dad, I understand why Mom enjoys a glass of our Hatter's Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin, and go Pirates. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. 
That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-395-7074-800-395-7074-800-395-7074-Chico's! <laughs> Chico's Mexican Restaurant is where the fiesta never ends. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Wednesday for shrimp tacos for only $9.99. Plus, Wednesday means all Mexican imports for just $2.75. Thursdays, enjoy your favorite beef, chicken, or vegetable fajitas for only $9.99. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's Mexican Restaurant in downtown Greenville and online at chicosrestaurant.com. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations from the kitchen that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner today at Atavola, and make sure to join them the second Wednesday of every month for their free wine tastings. Atavola Red Banks Road in Greenville. Congrats, Christina and Carmen. You've always been the green family. Composting to cut waste. You've even washed and reused the same straw for the past 10 years. But this time, you've taken it up another notch. By purchasing this electric vehicle, you're putting gas, oil, and harmful emissions in the rear view for good, which will leave you thinking, peace, every time you plug in. Good for your conscience, great for the planet. That's the power of EV. Sponsored by the NC Clean Energy Technology Center and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with this station. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Uh, Holt Naylor's dropping all kinds of great stories on us here. He's in the studio today. It's a lot of fun. Thanks to um, Holt for taking a few minutes with us because he's uh, got a lot on his plate. I don't think we got to what you're doing the rest of, uh, or actually in the month of July. After the fourth, but uh, so the built built when broken. Yep. Give me the conceptual how that was conceptualized and came to to fruition. Yes. Yeah, so um, so built when broken. Um, so it's a little bit of a emotional story, but I don't get emotional about it. But when I tell people, they're am like, I going to oh, get God. emotional? No. Well, <laughs> no. I'm a I mean, very sensitive man. Holden. So uh, so when I was a senior, and a lot of people honestly probably know this just from me being from Greenville, I was mm-hmm. already committed to ECU. Um, so when I was a senior in high school. Um, my, so a Friday during the day, um, we had a game that day. I got called into the coach's office, um, which isn't abnormal. I mean, with, with, um, with recruiting and stuff, coaches would come in all the time. So I like go out of the class and the counselor sitting right there. Like when I leave the classroom to go to the coach's office and I was like, that's kind of weird. And she followed me. So then I opened the door and my dad's out there too. And I was like, okay, what's going on? So I walk in there, and eventually, so they eventually told me my best friend passed away. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. 
So I just kind of – I was going through it. Um, and I don't, honestly, I guess not a lot of people know this either. So that's a built and broken story is like – so I just needed kind of something. So that whole football season, the rest of it, um, kind of – it was October 27th. Um, so that whole – my whole senior year – not my whole senior year, but once that happened, it was kind of just like a blur yeah. um, in a way. And I just kind of needed something. One night I was like, you know what, I need something. Um, you know, and I came up with like three different slogans, and one of them was – I think built by breaking and then like the next day it was like built when broken and that just like clicked and I just kind of used it um, for myself and it, it really helped me because I was like you know what like I told myself every day like you got to be broken to get built up and who right. you're supposed yeah. to be yeah. um, so then I just kind of used it like that and then when I NIL came there's a couple other stories behind a couple more people passed away like close to me yeah um, and uh, so then one of my other friends they're her sister passed away and her family used it a lot. And then that's right when like a couple months after NIL started and they were like, we'll make hoodies for it. So I make hoodies. Um, the first week we had 56 next week we had 156. The next week we had 286 and we yeah. were like, okay, we gotta make this a store. Yeah. And we make a website and it's, it's blown up since. So yeah. it has a good story behind it. It has good meaning. No, that's a good story. Uh, that's yeah. It mean, means a lot to me. Um, I know people are like, he needs to be focused on football. I am. I, I, no, you I, are. That's yeah. the thing. You know, I, I, I've always <clears throat> said this. Nobody wants to win at East Carolina any worse than Holt Naylor's wants to win. And no one works hard harder than me. Yeah. I promise you that. Nah. But, I mean, I've told people that all along. Because, yeah. I mean, you've taken a lot of slings and arrows. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's I mean, just... I knew when I was 17 and I committed here, I knew that going to a broken program and being the quarterback, being the hometown kid, then I'm going to get all sorts of backlash and all sorts of this, and every loss is going to be on me. But right. when I was 17, I said it, and I'll say it today, I want the pre- I want all of that on me because if it's on me, I trust myself that I can change it. I trust myself that I can put the weight on my shoulders and you know keep my head down, and eventually it'll change. And sitting here today, it has. So uh, yeah, I'm proud of that. I I, I, was, I felt badly for everybody about the Boston College and the Bulls. Yeah, that did suck. I mean that Boston College quarterback was that man passing. Oh really? Uh, yeah. What did, little, did you ask him? What's up? Yeah, I said uh, <laughs> I said, hey man. I was like, I'm holding on ECU quarterback. He was like, yeah man. And he got he got quiet for a second, real awkward. And he was like. Yeah, man, COVID. No, yeah, okay, man, get out of here. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just kind of walked away. I was like, okay, that's one guy I did not talk to that much. Right uh, well, good. You yeah. know, that, I don't, I don't blame you there. I, I think, and I'm going to say this uh, is we. I don't use the we a lot because I have journalistic integrity, <laughs> right? But I think we were going to win the game. I, I, yeah. I felt like we were going to win that bowl. Yeah, game. I, uh, I had, a, I had a good feeling about. It. I had a good. We had a good game plan for him. Um, they. So, I mean, I don't want to come off the wrong way or do this, but, I mean, I thought we were more talented than them. They were talented at different positions. Um, but but you felt maybe across the board. Yeah, across and, the and, board, I think we had more speed than them, and we were going to take advantage of that. And I think you day. all – you said it right. This team, we were talking in the break, the, the team really caught fire yeah. at a certain point and was just playing great. Yeah, and we, we were just hitting our stride. And, yeah, we lost to Cincinnati, but so did everyone in the country. Right. Um, so not named Alabama. Yeah, yeah exactly. literally. Um, and, and we could have a couple different plays go a certain way. I mean, we're in that game. I mean, it was a lot closer than the score was, but um, yeah. I mean, I thought you know we were playing really well. We finally figured out our scheme, figured out you know how to win. Um, and that's that was kind of a big culture change. Is you know really after that Marshall game, um, I think that's really when the program flipped. You know that was not looking good. No, it was not. And what uh, moment does it? 
does it change in your yeah. mind in in that game? In the so um, so we were down seventeen with about I think ten minutes to go. Yeah, we went out there and I got sacked twice, or we ran the ball first down. I got sacked the next two plays, and we punt and. I get to the sideline and I'm livid. And I, I don't usually get like that. I don't usually get in guys' face or I'm not a big like I am a big, you know, pumping up the team and all that, but I'm not a big like pointing you out. Like you, right. you, you. I'd rather right. point it at me and just right. accept it. Um but you know, I had two sack we got we got sacked twice that and um so I pulled the offense together and I was like, Look, we're not sitting down. This is not what ECU's about, this is not what we're about. If anything, if we lose this game, we're gonna figure out what we're about. Um, we're going to figure out what the season's going to be about. And, uh, you know, guys got pumped up, and we said, okay, you know, step this up and figure out what we can do with this game. And after that, it kind of flipped it around. And You know, there's you've lived it uh, by growing up here. There's that feeling of ECU football, you know. Yeah. And that felt like ECU football yeah. in the four. And then the Cincinnati game to me with the crowd, yeah. as, you know, as big as it was yeah. for that last game. Because let's face it, sometimes that after Thanksgiving yeah. crowd can, can it's rough. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Me, yeah. people travel and stuff. Right, yeah, I definitely understand. But that was a engaged big crowd. Yeah, I mean, and and it felt like ECU football. Yeah, again, and to me. on the uh, the pirate walk right before we we got off, um, it was probably the first time in my career that you know I was like, dang, you know, I we really got this place back, and I got chills right now. I was talking yeah. about it. I was like, dang, you know, we really. We're back in bowl games. We're back in the postseason, and these fans are here after Thanksgiving. And yeah. Uh, yeah. that was a pretty cool moment for me. I wish we would have won the game, but um, just seeing that, feeling that, and uh, just makes me, you know, can't wait for this year for that home opener for real. So coming off the uh, Manning passing camp, Holt Naylor's has a ton of things going on. I don't, I, I don't know how much you want to get into yeah. detail of what you're doing. No, but, I will, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but what, what do you got going on here? Because I mean, it, it is football pretty yeah. much for the next several weeks. Yeah. So, uh, so Friday. Um, I'm going to drive up to my girlfriend's house, which is Lake um, High Rock Lake. I'm sorry, an hour from Charlotte. Okay. So I'm spending the first through the fourth through there, and then. Oh, I didn't know all this. Now, no. we're, we're, getting, then, we're getting the, the, no, the detailed are. itinerary, Ben. I like so, this. Uh, my July, is there yeah. going to be a fireworks show at this thing? Shoot, or? I hope so. All knows when we on a boat <laughs> with my shirt off, getting tan. Um, and then the fifth, I'm flying right out of Charlotte, going to Mobile, Alabama, um, through the eighth to train with QB country, David Morris. He's one of the top quarterback, if not the top quarterback trainer in the country. Um, he trained, he was Eli Manning's, Eli Manning took his job. They became best friends. He ended up becoming training Eli Manning throughout his career. Trains Arch now, trains a bunch, I think like 16, 17 NFL quarterbacks. Right. So that's what I'll train for, for after, um, for like pro day and all that. So I'm um, going up there, uh, the fifth through the eighth, getting as much work in as I can with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a couple. I think Mississippi State, Ole Miss quarterbacks will be there as well. So spending time with them in Mobile. Come back the ninth, got my brother's gender reveal, and then got that full week. And then the 15th, 16th, and 17th, I'll be heading to Atlanta to work with Tom House, who um, is one of the top throwing coaches and mental coaches in – uh, he might be – he probably is the top guy. And that's a lot of people – it's not a quarterback coach. Um, he's not changing my throw in motion. So his his big four pillars are sleep, hydration, nutrition, and biomechanics. He's a big biomechanic guy. And well, he's going to hook you up. To, yeah, to, to sensors yeah. and stuff. And then so I'll, I'll throw, and then we'll just kind of go through that. But uh, he is like the top guy. Like he's Brady's guy. Brady swears this is why he has played so long. He's the guy who goes through Brady's nutrition, all of that. That's why Brady is – 45 playing like he's right. 20. Yeah. Um, Peyton and Eli swear by him. Drew Brees swears by him. Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, any guy that has played in the league, 
that has played in the league since a good amount of time has went through Tom House. And he's wow. so he's a throwing coach and like a mental guy too. So he works with Clayton Kershaw. Like he works with MLB pitchers too. I mean he's mm-hmm. he's a real deal. Do you feel like you could have I mean, let's face it, had you stuck with baseball? I could have. You probably I would be some somebody's system now, if not yeah. on a big league roster. And I think as a pitcher probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, do you ever th- I mean, I don't, I don't want to say you regret this, but I mean, do you ever kind of daydream, boy, what would it be like to be... I do. Yeah, I do. Because um, here's what I, I say. I think you would have... You probably wouldn't have played in college. You probably got drafted out of high yeah, school. That's what I'm That's thinking. why. <laughs> so my family doesn't want to hear this. That's why I quit baseball, because I didn't want to right. choose money or college football. And that's what it would have came down to. Right. From yeah. the conversations that I was having with my coaches and with scouts and stuff, right. was you're going to have to make a decision between going to college and going pro. And yeah. My first love was baseball, but as soon as I played football, I, I knew this is what I want to do as long as I could do it. Yeah. And uh, I quit after my sophomore year, and a lot, some people listening is probably not happy about that. <laughs> right. Um, but, no, you would have been drafted out of high school, I think. From Yeah. I mean, from the projections and what I was told through scouts um, yeah. and just coaches and stuff, yeah, I mean, I was – But you kept playing basketball, though, right? So, uh, so I played ba- – so I – Played football, baseball, basketball freshman year, baseball and football my sophomore year, football and basketball my junior year, and right. then just football my senior year. So it's all mixed yeah. up. Were you like Cornell Powell, who you know, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Played basketball. I think he loved basketball. Yeah. But if football was his, yeah. was his deal. But he was just such a freak athlete in basketball. It, I would say it was easy for him, but he yeah you know, no, he, could, he was, was that kind of like it was for you with basketball. It's just you were such a great Negative. athlete. That, I mean, <laughs> no, I was, I was not Cornell Powell on the basketball court. No, no, I'm just asked. saying if you were so just no, because yeah. of your athleticism. Because um, I mean, I'm not saying you were a bad basketball player. Yeah, I mean, I started on varsity as a true freshman in all three sports. So I mean, I was like a above average high school basketball right. player, but yeah. by no means I was a walking bucket. But did you like ever. it though? Or? I enjoyed yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was it was super fun for me because my brother played my senior year. So I got a, or my freshman year and he was a senior. So yeah. I gotta play with him. Yeah. Um and then all of like my really close childhood friends played football and basketball. So it was cool for me to yeah. like and for me it was one of those things that I could go to practice like not take as I mean I took it seriously, but I could just like relax, not worry about right. You know, people. There's media. not as much pressure. Yeah. on yeah. It was more of just me going to have fun with my friends and you know, experiencing like high school sports. Like 99 percent of people experience it, right, not yeah. with like recruiting, none of that. Just that's, experience it yeah, as a normal high school. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So your dad obviously is the yeah the, the voice of the stadium. Yep. You ever hear him or or I, what? Yeah, I do, but like. <laughs> barely like the stadium gets so loud yeah. like I mean I just like I'm so focused and the stadium gets so loud that like it's more cool for like the town of Greenville and for my dad and for my family yeah. than like for me to listen to it like right, right. that's but, I just kind of but you, you'll, you'll hear the PA yeah oh yeah I'll yeah, hear it and yeah. like like so we're not out there for the starting lineups and that's the one time that like I wish we were because mm-hmm. like I could actually like be like okay like that's my dad announcing my name yeah but like when I'm in a game when he's announcing that I have a 20 yard pass like right I'm not paying attention to that at that point you're on to the next play yeah. obviously yeah yeah but you do hear the voice and oh yeah, yeah I definitely do I just I can't think about it during the time yeah. is that but I mean now you know we're in the off season here I mean is that that's got to be pretty cool no it is I mean it's awesome I mean even during the season it's it's super special I mean it's something that I'll cherish forever I know he will um, yeah. the memories that he have and honestly he has some cool memories too just from a different aspect of things 
um, than pretty much every other dad of a D1 quarterback. Yeah. Um, and then my family as well. I mean, we all got cool stories from all of it. But, um, yeah, for me, it's just been – it's been the coolest thing for me is, like, going to games and, like, the Pirate Walk, going – like, walking through the Pirate Walk and seeing someone that I haven't seen since I was nine years old and they're sitting there supporting me. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, you know I mean? They – I haven't talked to them in 10 years, and they're sitting here trying to say what's up to me at the Pirate Walk. Just little stuff like right, that has right. been super cool for me. Um, I appreciate you doing this. This yeah, is great. Sure. I, I, we're going to let you go because I know you got a lot of things to do. Uh, a couple little fun questions. You were at a Canes game? I was, I was at a Canes All game, right, yes. And you got on TV? Yes, and somehow I got backlash for that. And they're what? Like, he, should be, he should be working out. I was like, I dude. I did see like, that, yeah. It's a playoff Canes game at nighttime. Yeah. I was that guy. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but it was at night. It was. And I was like, dude, like, first of all, I like I said, no one works harder than me. And I'm very confident. Being around those guys this weekend, that's another thing. Is like I'm very confident that I work as hard as anyone in the country. Right. Um. So, like, stuff like that I just laugh about now. Like, when I was younger, I, they would get on my nerves, but I'm like, right. dude. Uh, Holton can't have fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, think what you want to. Like, I, I know yeah. what I'm about, how hard I work, yeah. so that stuff doesn't bother me. All anymore. right. Now, I mean, I would say Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, even Arch, uh, Archie Manning. Those are pretty heady names in the phone. They are. What's the big, na- what's the big name in the phone we'd barely be impressed about? That's impressive. And no, that, if, that that, is, if that's your that answer, is. I'll go with that. That's hard to top. That is pretty hard um, to top. But, I mean, is there is there a number in the phone we'd be really, really floored by? They, maybe even you're a little bit floored by the, the numbers in the phone. Nick Saban, I guess. Oh, wow. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty um, good one. Okay. Some of Jimmy's guys. Uh, Mr. Beast. Oh, uh, okay. Some good friends with you all You have Mr. Beast's number. You have the direct line to Mr. Beast. So. Oh, here we go. Another I, exclusive. Another Patrick Johnson show exclusive, Ben. Get ready. But you've had Mr. Beast on before. We have had him on before, Ben. There's no need to bring Yeah, so honestly, I I'm not going to say yes or no to this question because <laughs> if I say yes, I will have a million texts asking for his number right now, okay. which I have people asking for Peyton Manning's and Eli Manning's number. Right. So we can't do that. I am good. I'm friends, yes, with Jimmy, and I like we play basketball a good bit together. What? Um, yeah, so. What kind of baller is Mr. Beast? Dude, he's he's actually good. Like, is that that's, right? Yeah, he's good. Um, and I'm so I'm really good friends with Tyler Conklin, which is the producer of Mr. Yeah. Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, His crew is really yeah. a bunch of good guys. Uh, but yeah, yeah. so they they're really a bunch are. of good dudes. I mean, I'm around them a lot. Um, and people are like, get an NIL and all this. I'm like, dude, they're just like normal guys. Like, I don't like asking for that stuff. Yeah. You know, what I mean, yeah. they're just my friends that I right. um, play basketball <laughs> with or golf or disc golf with and just stuff like right. that. But I am around those guys okay. a lot more than people right. probably think. So that's, that's probably cool. Okay. That's a good that's a good one. Yeah. I think you've covered, like, all of the uh, generations there. Probably. Like, like Mr. Beast for yeah. the young kids. So we were uh, – like, we, I was out to eat the other day with Tyler, his producer, and a couple of the other guys, and someone came up to me, and they it was, like, an ECU fan, mm-hmm. like an older lady. Not an older lady, like 40 or so. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. And she, no, 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 no. What are you talking about? I'll finish that's the story, and then you realize. So then she walks away, and he was like – your uh, your target audience is like like 20 through 60. He was like, my target audience is like 6 through 9. Yes. <laughs> and he was like, so no one even comes up to me. And I was like, dude, I promise you more people come up to you than me. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, if you guys were in, no offense to you, but I mean, if you were in Charlotte with it. Yeah. 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 I, and, I, uh, okay. They're more excited to see Holton than they were to see <laughs> Mr. Reed. Yeah. Mr. Well, that's what he said. Yeah. And, and, they, and they would be. But you're right. I yeah. Mean, you're – Kind of that twenty to yeah. seventy is probably yeah. the the uh, the swath. So uh, okay. yeah, but I got a 
Well, shoot. I mean, now, honestly, I didn't even think about it, but after this weekend, I mean, I got any college football quarterback in the country on okay. my phone, too. Devin Leary's too. a big one. The Devin Kentucky Leary. quarterback, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. You got um, Devin Bryce Leary's Young, number. Stetson you got his, Bennett, right? Devin Leary, yeah. You talk junk pretty with much, Devin Leary on the text? Pretty much any – I mean, any quarterback I was there, I got their number. So, okay. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. Scott. No, I think it's great. Making I hope you had fun. This was fun for us. I yeah, hope no, it was fun I, I did. I had a good time. I'm going to do this. All right. Great to have Holt Nailers. Let's grab a break. Uh, we'll come back. Ben will have an update for you. And then we'll uh, wrap up the show with uh, some of the Boneyard uh, NIL that uh, has been announced here uh, involving some of our folks. So uh, that will tell you about that and uh, wrap up the hour after this. Online on the go. Love it. Log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com. To listen to our top rated programs throughout the day, you need to tell your smart speaker to stream 943 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. Healthwise Pharmacy rounds the bases with all of your infusion, retail, compounding, and medical equipment needs. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker, Healthwise has grown to be your most trusted provider for infusion services. Currently providing in-home or on-site infusions in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. Visit Healthwise Pharmacy at 615B South Memorial Drive or call 252-295-0059 to speak to a patient service representative to find the option that best suits your needs. Are you paying? too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Pirate football lives on game days right here. Here we go. Hot, hot. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. <laughs> 
Ben Barmer here for your 94 through the game sports update. Taking a look at what's happened around Pirate Nation, a group called Team Boneyard has launched a collective for ECU athletes where donors can contribute their money so ECU student athletes can make money off their name, image, and likeness, where 100% of the proceeds go towards the student athletes. This means that companies can capitalize on autograph signings, social media campaigns, public appearances, and multiple other media campaigns. Henry Hinton of Talk of the Town, our sister station 1037, talked about Team Boneyard earlier this morning. Now, Big Hen? It is. The website is launched. It's teamboneyard.org. I hope that uh, if you love East Carolina athletics like we do, um, that you'll go there and, and check out the website. You'll see some videos from people like Keaton Mitchell and Holt, Holton Ehlers that have done some videos to help uh, launch this. Some of the other athletes from lacrosse. From college basketball, the former number one overall prospect in Memphis guard Armani Bates has officially transferred to Eastern Michigan. From the NBA, the Hornets have extended qualifying offers to Cody Martin and Miles Bridges. Bridges is expected to get the max as a restricted free agent. The Pistons are reportedly eyeing Bridges pretty heavy. James Harden has declined his player option with the Sixers, as well as Bradley Beal with the Wizards. And all-star guard DeJounte Murray from the Spurs is getting traded to the Hawks for Danilo Gallinari, three first-round picks, and a future pick swap. From the NFL, the Commanders extend star receiver Terry McLaurin to a three-year deal worth $28 million. From Major League Baseball, Freddie Freeman seems to be upset about his departure from the Braves and has fired his agent, who got him signed as a Dodger. He will now be self-represented. And wrapping it up with some bizarre news that kind of broke late last night is Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell have signed contracts for a boxing exhibition set for July. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. More from the P-Man after this quick timeout. Eastern North Carolina's home for the Adam Gold Show. Come on in. Weekdays at noon, right here on Eastern Carolina's home for sports. I love sports. And the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Being present and in the moment for family activities wasn't possible because Will Burt was so focused on the constant pain in his leg. My wife likes to take walks. I always kind of dreaded going on walks because they hurt. The boys both play baseball. I coach their teams. I was going to do them and be in pain and be uncomfortable and kind of sacrifice my own health. An old Achilles injury left Will coping with agonizing pain until he discovered the natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics. No surgery or steroids. The procedure took place in the office and Will walked right out. I feel great. There's no pain. There's no tenderness. Patients like Will are feeling amazing and living their best lives. Ironically, just got off the golf course today, so I think that's a good telltale sign that the Achilles is feeling better. Don't be in pain another day. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-7246. 252-765-PAIN. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day, and it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, 
hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. My husband, Alex Hussey, was hit by an IED in Afghanistan. I was playing man in foot patrol and I stopped on the bomb. Lost my legs and my left hand in an explosion. And he suffered a severe traumatic brain injury. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. There are so many mountains to climb and we do it together. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. Seeing Alex learning how to snow ski, that's life changing. DAV provides a lifetime of support to veterans of every generation, helping more than a million veterans each year. Alex did it. He skied down this mountain. That's something he won't forget. With the right support, there are no limits. To see him on that slope and smiling like that, we'll be taking this home. This has meant so much. Thank you, DAV. Alex Hussey, thank you for your service. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Final uh, Wednesday in the month of June. A couple more shows. Thanks to Holt Naylor for being on uh, with us. Uh, Built When Broken, uh, builtwhenbroken.com, and the Holt Nailers Youth Football Camp, July 23rd, holtnailers.com. They'll be taking uh, campers up until uh, 22nd, so plenty of time to, to do that. P-Man, Ben B-Baby Byram, DJC Squared is here as well. How's it going? Great to be here. Did you really uh, blind Philip Pilkington? I heard uh, you poked him do, in the eye. Do I got enough time to tell a little bit of I the mean, story? Like a quick version okay. of it, yeah. So uh, I'm obviously a heel, which means you know. Oh, uh, now wait, 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 wait. I mean, you really not that you you. For those that don't know, DJC Squared is a is a pro wrestler, and so. Yeah, I mean, you just can't jump into the, like, we're, okay, we're, sorry, not, we're yeah. not speaking carny here. Uh, okay. We're not in the locker room or the dressing room. As they yeah, say. so. Uh, You're ben, a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. Let's just say that. Uh, ben and Philip are in the crowd. They brought a sign for me that said I drink Trulies. And, uh, <laughs> and, so, and so I not only ripped the sign and threw it at him, uh, I also took Philip, uh, the ref's hat, and threw it across the room. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and apparently the sign, apparently the sign hit him in the eye a little bit. I actually did not I mean heard to you do tried that. To blind him. No, I did not try to blind. I, hey, if it ended up that way, though, sorry to Philip. <laughs> By the way, this uh, we're not going to give away all the secrets, but I mean, this was it wasn't like you just went ballistic on a fan. I mean, you. Oh no, been, yeah, yeah, this yeah, was yeah. planned. You know, this was all wholesome entertainment. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. wholesome entertainment. I hate this. What are you guys doing right now? <laughs> what do you? What do you? Oh, you were we're pulling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, I don't like that. You and Jim Cornette, we're not we're not kayfabing hard enough for you like and Cornette. I don't like this guy over here. He's a jerk. He's a well. He's a bad guy in the in the wrestling ring. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Holton recognized you from wrestling. That oh funny. yeah, we had a class together, and uh, I was sitting next to him, and they put us in a group together, and uh, I just casually threw out. I was like, "You like pro wrestling by any chance?" And he was like, "Yeah, I love pro wrestling." And I was like, "I actually the way he said it, I loved it." Uh, I said, "I actually am a wrestler," and he said, "You do WWE." <laughs> like, I, I, I just love the way that's how he asked it. And I was like, yeah, no, I did that. Oh, God. Okay. Well, you, you, you maybe not being truthful there, but that's okay. 
That's Vince right. McMahon. Yeah, I got. I can call him right now. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got a lot of other problems right now on his. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he does have some problems hey, right he's now. No problem. Come on, Raw though. That's true. Well, he owns the TV st- show, Ben. I mean, that's. It, but he's got some <laughs> other issues. He never comes on Raw though. Well, all of a sudden he's on Raw. He is. Well, he's got to show everybody he's still. Everything's cool. So Pirate Nation entered the name, image, likeness world today with the launch of the new collective, or a new collective, Team Boneyard. Uh, ECU, look, if they're going to remain competitive in today's environment, the coaches need uh, this when they talk to recruits who now want to know if we have a a collective. And uh, unlike other university collectives, 100% of the funds raised will go directly to ECU student-athletes, uh, you can learn more, make a donation, teamboneyard.org. That's teamboneyard.org. And, and this is money. This is not coupons. We're not giving away coupons, especially gift cards with no money on it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not doing coupons. This is cash money, baby. Uh, anyway, the great uh, legend, award-winning, Radio Hall of Fame, Broadcast Hall of Fame, Big Hen Henry Hinton, talked about this today. Uh, and uh, just gave uh, sort of uh, a general rundown of the NIL and ECU earlier today from Talk of the Town. Well, Interbanks Media is not involved. Okay. Um, I will say that um, this uh, name, image, and likeness stuff, you, you've heard me talk about it before. I, I don't like this direction that college athletics is going, but, uh, you know, there have been several meetings of donors and supporters and people that love our ECU athletic program. We've been talking about this since um, probably beginning of the year. There have been several meetings, and, um, you know, somebody had to take the bull by the horns. I mean, if, if East Carolina is going to remain competitive in athletics, this is now the way of the world. It's It's got to happen. If Mike Houston is going to be able to – uh, bring in quality athletes and Mike Schwartz and Cliff Govin in the future, and we're not going to lose them to everybody else who's got these NIL collectives, then, you know, we, we've got to get into the game. And, uh, you know, of course, they can't use it to recruit, but, of course, you know, the first question that any, uh, uh, any, any prospective recruit asks these days is, do you have a name, image, and likeness collective? All right, um... Henry Hinton explains exactly what the collective of Team Boneyard is. <laughs> That's the first question they're all asking. So, uh, you know, the university, uh, we, we've been very careful to work through the university um, uh, uh, compliance office. And uh, Alex Ketty in the compliance office at ECU has been very helpful. ECU cannot actually be involved in the collective, but they can advise us on how to stay out of trouble. And, and you know, I know that uh, people are going to see my name on this and think that it's something that Interbanks Media is doing. It is not. It is a, it is a group of people who formed a group called Team Boneyard to do this, and it's got uh, some great people in it, like my friends uh, Vern Davenport, former athlete, former chairman of the board here at ECU, uh, and, of course, Travis Burt. Cat, Travis, and, uh, Travis, of course, is... Uh, big supporter and, and wants to see ECU athletics grow. Uh, Hank, my son, and myself, there are going to be many other people involved. Uh, and it's a way to contribute to these um, to, to this program and keep East Carolina competitive on the playing field. It's the way of the world. we got to do it. 
You, it- you can do uh, learn more and uh, donate and be a part teamboneyard.org. All right. Uh, is this picture real? I don't think that, I call that, hygiene. That's a real picture. I call hygiene. Where did you get it from? I call hygiene. I got it from uh, Panthers Twitter. Like not their official Twitter, and I just saw it on Twitter that people were. Are you upset sure this it. is not hijinks? Then I don't think so, man. That sounds like a goofy. Th- hey, he said it takes seven years to rebuild. They've got Matt Rule with his gut kind of hanging over his shorts and a T-shirt that says, "We almost always almost win." Carolina football. Oh my gosh, I mean that's been the name of Matt Rule's tenure. What do you make of the Jimmy G chatter here? Because he's back, he's throwing now, and all of a sudden he might wind up in Carolina. I'm not against that. I think best-case scenario for a free agent quarterback or a quarterback you're bringing in is a veteran presence. That's exactly what that room needs. So, Don't you have to trade Darnold away in any deal you do, though? I don't think it's uh, necessary, but it's ideal. Okay. Yeah, I think it's definitely ideal, but I don't see anybody taking that. I'd take Garoppolo over Baker Mayfield. I, I, I'm not against that. I could see it. I could see your point. Also... 100% on that train also. The Jimmy G? I think he's way better than Baker Mayfield. He's a winner. He is a winner. All right. Thanks to Holton Aylers for being in with us today. We'll have videos up. Uh, we'll have some uh, of the archived audio up for you in a little bit. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Joe Giglio, among others. 99.9 The Fan, WREL Sports Fan, uh, and more. All right. Ben Byram, DJC Squared. I'm the P-Man. Have a great rest of your evening. Possibilities are all around us. Everywhere we look, we see opportunity in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action in communities all around the world that we call home like transforming an old bus to feed hungry children or providing life-saving equipment to those who need it most. From fighting disease to rebuilding schools, together we can make